I'm not trying to rush you. Good morning and welcome to the Lord's house this morning. There's folks, some folks still coming in. Just be welcome and come on in. Uh, thank God for everybody that's here this morning, whether you're already in or just coming in. Glad to have you. I've got a lot of visitors this morning. Uh, thank God for our visitors, and uh, we appreciate you. Glad you're here this morning. And uh, uh, most of you probably know this. Uh, we had a great uh, church camp down at Camp Chautauqua uh, down there Friday and yesterday, and uh, just came back. Uh, some came back last night. Some came back this morning. But God blessed us. And uh, we were able uh, to see and hear uh, 22 people confess that they trusted Jesus as the Savior of their soul and got saved. And, of course, that's from all of our churches. But we had, I think we had about four from here. And uh, so we'll acknowledge that just in a, a little bit. But uh, uh, I believe we're going to do something a little different this morning. Uh, I just uh, come to my mind two or three times. Uh, I would like for our folks that were with us from church camp, I'd like for you to come out and fill up the altar space out here, leaving just a space here in the middle uh, open because I'm going to invite the folks that got saved to come stand here in the middle. And so uh, if, uh, if our church camp people that were with us in church camp just come and fill up the altar on each side here, just do that right now. And that way, uh, that way you can get a, an idea of what, uh, uh, what participation we had in church camp. I'm telling you, uh, God just blessed us so much and helped us so much. We had good meetings every time. And uh, I just thank the Lord for what he did. And uh, God has just been so good to us and blessed us so much. And, uh, uh, boy, this, uh, isn't this wonderful? It just blesses my heart uh, just to uh, right now, even to see this now. Uh, the ones of you that, uh, that got saved at church camp, uh, I'm going to ask you to come over here and stand with me right over here in the middle. Stand right here with me. Yeah, here we go. And, uh, and boy, I appreciate this, and I'm going to give you each one a chance to say what's on your heart. Go ahead. Um, uh, I thought I got saved a couple months ago, but come to find out I didn't, so I did yesterday. Hey, man, praise the Lord. And... Uh, They'll let you say what, what's on your heart. What's happened to you? Um, a while back, I had thought I got saved. And when I got saved, um, when I was over at church camp, it was like a total like knowing that I yeah. had gotten saved. Hey, man. Thank the Lord. Well, what happened to you? I got saved. That's good. <laughs> I, I, that's all you had to say, honey. If you, if you want to say more, it's okay, but you don't have to. What about you? That's all right. You just, did you get saved? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, okay. That's good. Let's give them a clap. Amen. 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 We thank the Lord for y'all. And uh, we'll talk to you and you can talk to your parents and we'll talk to you more about uh, joining church and getting baptized. Okay. And, uh, but we'll, okay. Everybody can be seated. It wants to. While they're being seated, I'll read this scripture. I read it often. It's one of my favorites. 
Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Let's stand for just a moment of prayer. As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we praise your holy name, and we thank you, God, for these that's gotten saved, uh, God that could testify of it, and uh, God, we could, we could feel uh, what was being spoken about in their lives and in their hearts. And uh, God, we thank you for your mercy and your grace. And God, we thank you uh, that you gave your son so we could get saved. And we thank you, God, that such an open invitation that you reach out to all the world and you call with your Holy Spirit and everyone that will come uh, not only can, but will have this. And when they get it, it's eternal. God, we praise you and we ask you for service today, God, that you bless us to have a time of heavenly worship. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. And we turn the service over to Brother Taylor and the choir. Page 161. I
sure good to be in the Lord's house this morning. And uh, I appreciate what I can feel. And, uh, I just thank God for everybody that I see that's here. And I appreciate those. I'm sure there's probably a lot listening on live stream. Appreciate that. And, uh, but we're just glad you're here. And I've already mentioned we're so glad our visitors are here. We want to say it again because it's real special. We're glad to have you. And uh, while they're not uh, visitors, we're glad that uh, Mackenzie and Paul are here. And appreciate you all coming. And uh, well, it's good to be in the Lord's house. We want to have the meeting today that God wants to give us. You might say, well, preacher, what kind of meeting does God want to give us? He wants to give us a wonderful meeting. That's what, that's what God's desire is. Well, what's, what keeps us from having that? Well, if we don't come with our hearts right, uh, we're not receptive to getting the gift that God wants to give us. But if we come with our hearts right, God will fill them up and run them over. And so uh, let's stand for just a moment. <clears throat> uh, who might have an unspoken prayer request? Just show up by raising your hand. Amen. All right, who has a spoken prayer request? Just say what's on your heart. Amen. Yeah, buddy. That's amen. And I thank God she had that goal, and I thank God y'all were there. I appreciate it. I know it took a, a supreme amount of effort, and by the grace of God, you made it, and I appreciate y'all being there. I appreciate everybody that worked at church camp and prayed, and they cooked, and the, those that did the work getting ready to go and getting people signed up. Just so much. There's so many different things. And I just thank God for everybody. And, and even folks that couldn't come and wasn't able that prayed. And I, I really felt like we had a lot of people praying when we were down there because God just, 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 he just moved so powerful. And I know a lot of that's connected to prayers. And so I appreciate that. Okay. Anything else? Same line, same line. I was thinking, what an investment. The church made that special offering. Amen. Amen. You're right. Amen. Appreciate Amen. That's, that's well said. I, I thank God for that. Someone else. Right. We brought back some lost kids. Amen. The church has probably 95% of the camp at their, at their church this morning. There's lost there. Right. Um, I'm so thankful for the 21, 22, however many there was. Yeah. But, right. You know, I keep thinking of one more. One more Amen. More. So, um, Amen. Right. Amen. Certainly remember that, what Sister Karen said. Hope you could hear her. But uh, she said that not only did God save 22 at camp, but there's still other lost people. And we'd like to see some get saved here this morning. And uh, well, we got a burden. That's our, that's our heart's desire and our prayer burden. But she also said not only pray for here, but pray for other sister churches. Uh, one in particular is New Haven because a lot of the folks that were down there decided to stay and go to New Haven uh, down in Norwood where Brother Mike Rains is a pastor. But I imagine some of the other churches probably had folks that went home. and uh, They've got folks there too, so just pray for all our sister churches this morning. That's a good prayer request. Somebody else? Bless you, heart. Bless you. Right. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord for you. And 
I thank the Lord for how you moved down at church camp and your testimony and confession down there. And, and, and it's just as special right now. I appreciate you sharing it with the whole church. That's, that's just the way it ought to be done. And I thank God for you. Someone else. Amen. The way they move now, I mean, the things that they do, it's just, when I was that age, I wasn't in that spot. I'm just I understand. Right. That's the future of our church right there. So. Amen. And uh, I'm just so, so proud of them, so thankful for them. Amen. Amen. I agree. Thank the Lord. Someone else. Tell us that we can't have old-time meetings anymore. Amen. But I'm here to tell you that we can, we do, and Amen. we did. Amen. Well said. Yeah. Amen. I say amen to that, and, and and we're looking for one of those old time meetings here this morning. Someone else. All right. Remember that. Remember that grandson. Right. Amen. Amen. Remember that. Any others? Brother Bill and Brother Carl will lead us in prayer.
Let's really keep praying this morning. Everybody follow the Lord. Who'd feel like singing this morning? Anybody have a song? Keep praying. make a request I'm going to ask for the youth to come sing at least one song however many feel like and uh, I want to say this while they're coming if you feel like coming to the altar while they're singing uh, you come that's really what happened last night the church was singing and uh, youth were singing and God moved and uh, boy, I, I appreciate people following the Lord and I appreciate God calling when God calls and speaks to your heart that's an opportunity that's more special than any other opportunity you'll ever have in this whole world and in your whole life. So really pray while the youth comes and uh, just obey the Lord.
Good singing. Good job. Thank you. singing. Great job. Anybody else feel like singing? Have anything on your heart? All right. If nobody else has anything on your heart, I'd like to share some scripture with you from the 17th chapter of the book of Acts. If you'd like to uh, turn there in the scripture, you're welcome to. Uh, I'll just uh, give you a little uh, background before I read. Uh, Paul had gone uh, down to, uh, to Greece and he was in a uh, city territory called Athens. And uh, he was traveling through their country and he encountered uh, some idols and some inscriptions. And uh, as he looked at that, uh, God impressed him uh, to talk to those people, to preach the gospel to those people. Uh, and I want here's where I want to start reading. Verse 23. Again, this is Acts 17 and 23. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with the inscription, To the unknown God. Now, what you think about that? They had an inscription there. They were giving devotions uh, to the unknown God. Okay. Whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. God that made the world... And all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things. And hath made us of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him and find him. And listen at this phrase though he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we also are his offspring. And so that's enough reading. And so I want to preach today, uh, and I want to use a phrase, do you really know him? And here uh, Paul saw this inscription, said to the unknown God. Now, I'm uh, in a country that's... Uh, uh, more educated and uh, more sophisticated maybe than they were back then. Uh, but the problem is that when I was a young man, I was in the same spot these folks were. I didn't really know God. I, I'd come to Sunday school, and uh, I could tell you the Bible stories. I, I listened to them in Sunday school, and, and Mom and Dad read them to me, and I read them when I was able to read. And uh, I, I listened to the preacher, and I listened to the songs, and I could tell you, if someone asked me uh, who was God's son, I could tell you, it's Jesus Christ. And, and if, if they were to ask me, uh, what did Jesus Christ do that was real special, I could say, I, I could tell you this before I was ever saved. I'd say he, could, he, he died on the cross, and he rose from the dead. And, uh, and they'd say, why did he do that? I, I'd say, well, uh, so people could get saved. Uh, but uh, where I had that knowledge at was just in my mind. I just had a, a mental knowledge of it. I didn't really know Jesus. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I've 
met people on the journey before. Uh, I've talked to folks, and they've said, have you heard about uh, so-and-so? Uh, everybody probably remembers uh, Preacher Denny Crow, a uh, great, great friend of ours. Of course, he's gone to heaven now. But before I ever met Denny Crow, I heard a lot of people talking about him. I said, boy, you need to meet Denny Crow. He's a full-blooded Cherokee Indian. He's a, he's a Holy Ghost preacher. He's a man of God. And so I'd even seen pictures of him, and I'd heard about him and heard folks talk about him and uh, maybe even heard him uh, preach a little bit, uh, maybe on the live stream. I'm not for sure about that. Uh, but uh, one day uh, we were able to go to a church service uh, down where Brother Ron Roberts uh, pastors. And some of us, a few of us from here were down there. And I was in the group. And Brother Denny Crow was in revival down there. Well, uh, Brother Mike, uh, I walked in a church house and I saw him there. And uh, the Brother Ron Roberts said, Denny Crow said, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine, uh, Terry Brock. And so we met there in the, in the altar space in the church before church started, Blaine. And uh, we shook hands together, maybe even give each other a hug. And I got to hear Denny preach that night. I really got acquainted with him. Uh, my point is, you can know about somebody and not know them. Uh, you can uh, know about something and not know it. Uh, I, I'd heard about salvation. I'd heard about being born again. Uh, I'd, I'd heard about Jesus, uh, and, but I was uh, in the same uh, spiritual state these folks were in. Uh, they didn't know anything about God. They didn't know anything about Jesus Christ. Uh, probably they never even heard the words mentioned. So I might have been ahead of them in that state, but I was just as lost as they were. Uh, you can be religious. These folks were ultimately religious. They were worshiping everything they could, even the unknown God. Uh, they were uh, probably more religious uh, than I've ever been. Uh, but I want you to know they didn't have what they needed. Uh, they didn't have God in their life. Uh, that's uh, kind of like the man we preached about him just a little while back there was a man he was an Ethiopian eunuch and uh, he'd gone down to Jerusalem to worship uh, the Bible uh, says uh, that he'd gone down to Jerusalem to worship he was on his way home he was riding the chariot and uh, God's servant Philip a uh, preacher of the gospel God laid it on his heart Philip was in revival and God told Philip said, go down in the desert oh, it's pretty incredible to me when Philip started down in the desert the best that I can tell, by the way, he didn't know what he was going to do down there. He just knew God was sending him down there, Jay. We need to be ready to follow what God gives us to do, even if we don't know all the pieces of the puzzle that's there. When God says do something, do it. When God said go somewhere, go. When God says say something, say it. Whatever God gives, we need to do it. Well, praise God, Mike, when Philip got down there uh, to the desert, then God pointed out what he needed to do. Uh, uh, this Ethiopian eunuch, he was going down through the desert in the chariot. God told him to go down there and attach himself to that chariot, and, and he did that. Well, I like what the Bible said. He ran. Well, he was in a hurry uh, to get on the job for what God wanted him to do. He got down there, this Ethiopian eunuch, uh, understand, he was a man of great authority. He had uh, control of the treasure of the queen of Ethiopia. Now, I looked up uh, in the research, uh, just a natural thing. How far was it uh, from Ethiopia uh, to Jerusalem? According to the records, it's 1,500 miles. I want you to think about uh, making a trip. You know, I make a few trips, uh, but I've never gone 1,500 miles in a chariot. Uh, I'm telling you what, I, I think that'd be a rough trip. Uh, but this man was so interested in worshiping, that's what he went to Jerusalem for, folks. Uh, this man went to Jerusalem to worship. He'd gone uh, probably 1,500 miles in a chariot. He'd gone down there to worship, and he still didn't know Jesus. He didn't know God. 
well, preacher, how do you know? Well, Bible tells us. Uh, when Philip got down there, he began uh, to ask this man. He was, he was reading from the Bible, from the 53rd chapter of the book of Isaiah, probably verse 7. Uh, boy, talking about the prophecy of Jesus coming. Philip asked him, said, do you understand what you're reading? He said, how can I accept some man guide me? He needed an introduction uh, from the gospel to get acquainted with Jesus. If you're here this morning, you might be a very nice person, a real good person, maybe even a very religious person, but it takes an introduction from the Holy Ghost, from the gospel, to get you acquainted with Jesus. Well, so Philip began to preach to this Ethiopian eunuch. He began at the same scripture, Jeremy, and he preached him Jesus. What an honor it is today for a fellow like me to have the privilege to stand in the congregation and preach the same Jesus that Philip did. Praise God. I'm honored today. It's by the grace of God. And so, let me take my time here and you listen real careful. And everybody pray real hard. Somebody needs to come to Jesus today and get acquainted with the unknown God. Need to get acquainted with the God that you're not acquainted with already. Listen, so when, when they were down here, Philip asked him, uh, do you understand what you're reading? He said, how can I accept some man guide me? So he preached Jesus to him. After he preached Jesus to him, uh, they came by a place where there was some water and the Ethiopian. He said, what does hinder me to be baptized? Philip says, you can if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, I believe he's the son of God. He believed in him with his whole heart. He took him down and baptized him. Now, baptizing in the water didn't make him any more saved, but getting baptized in the water is a, a testimony of what God has done down in your soul. When I got saved by God's grace, when I got acquainted with this God that I had not known before, but I got acquainted with him uh, that night on the altar, when I got acquainted with him, I got baptized uh, in the Holy Ghost and fire. I got baptized in the blood of Jesus. I got saved. The old man died, he was buried, raised up a new creature in Christ Jesus. Now that's a picture of the resurrection. So when, when I got baptized in water, that's a physical representation. It's a testimony of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the resurrection uh, in my soul. See, I have a resurrection already. I'm waiting on a resurrection. Uh, to take care of this frail body, but I've got a resurrection uh, that's already taken care of my sin-sick soul. I got acquainted with God. I know him today. I know him in the power of his resurrection. And so I want you to uh, pray and keep praying. So we go back here. Let me get back here into Acts a little bit. He came here. He preached this man, Jesus. He preached these people, Jesus. Boy, I praise God. Listen here. Uh, let me get this. I want to read this again, what I read to you before. He said now that they should seek the Lord. That's why he was preaching Jesus to them. He was preaching about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, that they might seek the Lord. And if happily, they might find him. See, if you seek him, you will find him. Seek and you shall find. Let me, let me be real plain and to the point here. If you're here today and you're not saved, you need to get saved. There's another man in the Bible. I preach about him a lot. His name's Nicodemus. He came to Jesus by night. He was another religious person. He was religious. I was religious before I got saved. But my religion wasn't going to take me to heaven. Nicodemus was religious before he came to Jesus by night. He was a, a ruler of the Jews. He'd studied uh, the old uh, documents. He knew the Bible, but he didn't know Jesus. You can know the Bible and not know Jesus. He came to Jesus by night, and Jesus told him right away, verily, verily, I say to thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 
You've got to get acquainted with Jesus. You've got to be born again. That's what happens when you get born again. You really get acquainted with Jesus. Uh, then you get salvations in your soul and you're ready to go to heaven. Well, preacher, how's that all going to happen? I can't explain every bit of it uh, to you, but I know it's going to happen. How do you know? Because the Word of God says it and I can feel it in the Holy Ghost. And so listen. Let me go on down through here. I'll, I'll be done just in a minute or two. You pray real hard. Somebody, somebody could already come to the altar. And you don't have to wait for me to say I'm done preaching. You don't have to wait for me to say, Taylor, get us a song. I'm going to do that in probably a couple minutes. But you don't have to wait for that. You can come to the altar right now. People need to come when God's calling. And he goes on. Let me get this again. For in him we live and move and have our being. That's where we're alive at. It's in the Holy Ghost. So do you really know God today? When I was just a young boy, and I've, I've told the essence of this already, but I need to say some more about it. I, I thought I was a pretty good boy. It shocked me. I'd heard the preacher preach that people need to get saved, but it still shocked me some when the gospel reached me and I realized I needed to get saved. The gospel, God personalized the gospel to me. I believe God is personalizing the gospel to someone here today. And maybe he did yesterday, maybe the day before, maybe last week. But when God personalizes the gospel to you and you realize that you're not saved, that you don't really have what you need to have, what the gospel's talking about, you need to get it. How do you get it? You seek it and God will give it to you. And so that's probably enough preaching. Let's stand and let's sing. And while we're saying, I'll tell you what, I want to encourage you and urge you I, want to, I just want to encourage you as much as I can. If you feel that need of a Savior in your soul, if you feel that emptiness that I felt inside, if you feel that darkness that I felt inside, you might describe it a different way. But if you don't have Jesus and you feel that in your soul and in your life, I'm going to ask you, with God's help, while we say I'm going to ask you to step out and come down to the altar, young or old, doesn't matter, just come down let's pray about this this morning. You can really know God. Sing. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord this morning. Let God have his way in your life. Let God have his way in your life. Right now, right here. You can really know him. And he will know you. God gets acquainted with us and we get acquainted with him when we get saved. I don't have to worry about going to hell anymore because I know him and he knows me. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Somebody needs to come. Please obey the Lord this morning. God's here. God's here and God's powerful. God's calling. Well, preacher, how do you know he's calling? Because I feel the burden that he gives when he's calling. I can't read your mind. I can't read your heart. But I know what God's impressed in my heart. God, God always gives us what we need. God's impressing my heart that he's speaking to people this morning. And I believe him. I believe him when he tells me. Come, come right now. Please come. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Come right now. Please come.
that's wonderful singing. I appreciate the singing. I appreciate God calling. God's still calling. I have another impression. I, I, I need the young people to come back and sing for us again. And, and I want you to come and, and church really pray while the young people come. I, I just appreciate them so much. And uh, I just uh, thank God for them. And, and I want to beg you to do this uh, today. Uh, do this for yourself. It'll bless us. Oh, it'll, it'll bless me. And it'll bless this whole church. It'll bless heaven. But do this for you today. You that God is calling and speaking to, I want you to come to Jesus. Come to the altar and call on Jesus. And now, uh, I, I, I wrestled with doing this, and I, I didn't do it this way. I wrestled with having uh, young people come and, and fill up the altar again and just leave uh, the space here in the middle open and sing from there. But I thought, well, I'll just go ahead and let them get up here uh, where they usually get. They might feel more comfortable. But the reason I was thinking about doing that is because, you know, it's possible that we've got lost people uh, in the youth group. And if we've got lost people in the youth group, I, I don't know if it seems harder for them to move out of the youth group and come down to the altar or not. But in any case, you can do it. And so I, I just, I, whether you're back there, whether you're on this side or that side, or whether you're up here, might be over here on this side or over here on this side. When you feel that need of a Savior, God is wanting to introduce you to His Son, Jesus Christ. That's through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, it's nice to get introduced to somebody. And, but boy, I'll tell you what, I've met a lot of nice people, Mackenzie, on my journey. Why, well, Paul's one of them. I met him one time. I was, I was real impressed. I was serious. I still am. I've met a lot of nice people on my journey. But all of them added up together. Don't measure up to that man called Jesus that I met when I was a 12-year-old boy. I met him. He's my best friend. Sing when you're ready. And you that need to come to the altar, come. Come. You don't have to go to hell. You can get saved. But you've got to seek the Lord. Please come. Please come. Whoever you are, wherever you at. And you, you may be here today and you may be saved, but maybe you haven't been serving God like you should. I've been in that spot. That's an easy spot to get to. I remember as a young man, I'd been saved, but I got out of following the Lord. I wasn't living for Him, wasn't going to church. And I came to church and God spoke to my heart. I went to the altar and prayed and repented. I didn't get saved again. I didn't need to. I was already saved. I got eternal life. But when I went to the altar and repented, God gave me the joy back. If you're here today and you've gotten saved, but you've gone a path that stole your joy, I believe there's somebody here like that. I'm not trying to be judgmental. God just gave me this to say. I believe there's someone here today that has been saved, but you've gone a path that's stolen your joy. Would you like to have your joy back today? Come. Come and pray. Yeah, man. Come and pray. Bless your heart, buddy. Come and pray. We got one coming to pray, folks. Well, I praise God. I praise God. Let's pray with us, brother. We got some folks coming to pray with you. And I'm praying right now. Even while I'm making the invitation, I'm still praying. Praise God today. Praise God today. We can get our joy back. 
Well, I'm proud of you. But while we're praying, while they're singing and we're praying for him and praying for you, I want to say, I feel like there's some others. I believe there's some others that needs to come and get your joy back. And I believe there's some that need to come and get acquainted with Jesus. To really know him in the power of his resurrection. To know the peace of God that passes all understanding. Listen, if you need to come and pray, just come. I talked to a young man just recently. He said, I got some questions I just don't understand. I just, I want everything answered before I come. I said, do you feel like coming to the altar? He said, yeah, I feel like I need to. But he said, I've just got questions. And I said, well, if you feel that inside like you need to come, I advise you to go ahead and come. Because John, when I was a lost boy, I had questions too. But when I came to the altar, God answered me. God answered my questions. And God took care of my problems. And God, boy, I'm telling you, God just, he fixes things that I can't imagine how to fix. I believe there's folks need to come today. Would you come right now? Come, my friend. Listen, if you need to come, God will walk with you. I'll walk with you. I'm nobody, but I'll walk with you. But listen, if you need to come to the altar and you got somebody close by that's a Christian, you might get a hold of their hand say, would you go with me? Would you go to the altar with me? Would you make that walk with me? We're not here to embarrass you or put you on the spot. We're here to pray for you and love you and help you. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. been saved for a long time but I get off the path you know yeah man and, I've done that. and I've been fighting it yeah, you know man. last couple times we've been here my wife tried you going <laughs> you know she knows I need to go but 
I don't sleep that night good because I wrestle. Yeah, man. And I, I pray to God. Yes, you know, sir. But I, I just, you know, I let the cares of the world, I yeah. guess, get on my mind. And I yeah, should man. look to him the problem solver. Amen. Yeah, Amen. Boy, thank the Lord. Let's give him a hand. Boy, boy, I, I appreciate that move. That touched my heart. And uh, my heart's still uh, moving. I'm, I'm rejoicing because God's here calling people. But my heart's heavy because there's people here that I'm confident God's calling. They haven't moved yet. Uh, let, me, let me just ask this. I'll just be honest. You just, I answered, I just feel like doing this. If you're here today and you're saved and living for the Lord, if you really feel deep down that God's calling somebody to come to the altar today, just raise your hand. Boy, that's a lot of hands. Boy, I appreciate that. Praise God. I'm glad that God lets his people know some things. When we're where we need to be with the Lord, he, lets, he talks to us. We have a conversation with God. He gives us information. We need that information. And I'm telling you what, there's people here who need to come to all. Right now, even now, I want you to go ahead and sing. And whoever needs to come, please come. Please come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. No pressure on you. We're not trying to pressure you in anything. Not want to embarrass you. If you come to the altar and pray, don't want to say anything. You don't have to. Just if you want to go back to your seat, you can. Broken Listen. To work with. A handful of fragments of me. But Jesus picked them all up with his sweet hand of love. Amen. His vision was what Come to Jesus. Took what the world saw as worthless and created a masterpiece. Amen. Oh, that's right. Please come. Come and pray. What you see today was made by mercy. Saved by mercy. Amen. Now I can't explain how he found me. Bless her Lord. Help her. I was hopelessly lost in sin. Jesus could see what tomorrow would bring, and he did his work within, with the skill of the potter he molded me in the image of him, made by mercy. 
appreciate Sister Lois coming. Boy, I appreciate her and thought she moved so sweet and wanted to say what's on your heart. Um, I just come up to pray, not because, you know, I've gone down a wrong path. It's just not spending enough time with yeah. the Lord. Right. And that'll suck the joy out of it. Yeah, it sure does. Um, Don't pay no. enough attention. That's yes, sir. Yeah. Another thing, just caring for my mother. Um, she's not doing well, and seeing the doctor, they're concerned about her heart. Right. And if they can't find what's going on with her, it's just a matter of time until we don't have her. I understand. Yes. I understand. That's real good. Let's give her some applause. Thanks the Lord. Go ahead and sing whenever you get ready, honey. And to come. Please come. Please obey the Lord. said come and I said yes Lord help me Lord I'm coming and he helped me and I came to him I've never been sorry would you do that today the ones of you in the youth group that need to pray please come please come God will help you
sing us another one. this one, church. Doctors give no hope as their dear sainted loved one had drunk closer to home. Of their joy in their sorrow, for they know it won't be Young ladies, come. What's happened to you this morning? <laughs> you got saved. Amen. And uh, is it okay if I, I tell them what else she told me? Okay. She thought she'd gotten saved earlier, but she, and then she realized she hadn't. And so God gave her the courage and the faith and the strength to come and call on. And now you're sure you're saved, right? Amen. Boy, I like that big nod and that yeah. And so I thank the Lord for you. And, uh, uh, if it's okay with you folks, you want to join church to get baptized? Okay. Uh, let me do this. Uh, I, I should have handled this a little different earlier. Uh, the other three that were here that had gotten saved and come and recognized that, and I said, you can talk to your parents. We'll talk about baptism. If, you, if you'll come back down here with me, uh, we'll do it this way. We'll, we'll receive you as candidates for baptism if your parents approve it. We're not trying to go against anybody's parents, but uh, we'll, uh, uh, if the others... If you if you're still here, come back down here. Okay. 
and I appreciate the, I appreciate these young folks. And uh, you want to join the church, get baptized, don't you? But you want to do that too, huh? Don't you? Okay. All right. We thank the Lord for you. Now we got one more, don't we? Huh? Oh, okay. Well, all right. We'll we'll just apologize, sir. But uh, y'all want to join the church, get baptized, right? Okay. Can I hear a move through CVs as candidates for baptism? Okay, moving second, everybody in favor of that? Raise your, amen. And I uh, uh, should handle that a little different earlier, but I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that this one's come and gotten saved and uh, they want to join for baptism. And boy, I, I'll tell you what, I just praise God. Let's clap for them. <laughs> now, if you want to finish that song, go ahead. I, I believe somebody else could still move. I believe somebody else needs to move. I'm, pr I'm proud of those. But I, I, listen, everybody that God calls has an opportunity to know God. I know him. Not because of any intelligence I've got, but because Love of his grace and mercy. Somebody needs to come. Somebody else needs as to come. As the doctor yeah. no hope. As their dear sainted loved one. Yeah, amen. Amen. There's joy in their sorrow, for they know it won't be long till the day they're reunited as they gathered round the throne. Amen. Please obey the Lord. If you need to pray, come. Let's pray. God can fix anything and he does it gently. He loves you. If you need to pray for anything, the altar is available. Well, we, sometimes we don't take advantage of the altar. I know I've been guilty of that. I've missed some opportunities to get help. But God's able to help. But let's follow him. Let's obey him today. If you're not saved, come and get saved. Why wait? Why take a chance on dying and going to hell? Because if you die without Jesus, that's where you're going, to a place called hell. No need to take that chance. Come while God's calling. And if you, if you are saved and out of fellowship with God, like the brother said earlier, you can just kind of get off the path and lose your joy. No need to live like that. You can have joy in the Lord. Whoso trusts the Lord, happy is he. That scripture, I probably quoted to myself a million times. Sometimes, sometimes I resist the effect of it, but when I love my heart, I know it's real and I can... I can and use I it and be blessed by it. Please obey the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Obey the Lord. Help our Lord. Yeah. Come on. Bless the Lord. Come pray with Jillian. Come pray, church. Thank the Lord for you, darling.
I believe there's others still need to come. Why not come? God is so good. Praise the Lord. God is so good. Praise the Lord. Praise his holy name. We've got a big God. and He's willing to help. He calls and says, come. So I'll help you. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Help the Lord, I pray. God bless you. How you feel, honey? He saved me. Hey, man. Praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for that. Now, say what's on your heart, honey. I, I just need to apologize to my church. Um, I just haven't been where I need to be, and I haven't been as close to God as I should. Amen. And I just really want to apologize and say I'm sorry. Hey, man. Thank the Lord. All right. If it's all right, if you folks, you want to join church, get baptized too? Okay. I hear a move with receivers, candidates for baptism. I like those enthusiastic nods, but I, I, I really like to recognize parents, you know. But uh, regular, anybody make a motion? I, 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 I lost track whether you made them or not. Okay, everybody raise your hand. Amen. Thank the Lord for that. Let's clap here. Let's clap for both of these. Clap for both of these. Amen. Praise God. Okay. Anybody else want to say anything or do anything? I know y'all want to come hug her. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. What is honey? Well, let me just let you share it with everybody. I, I, I get secrets. I let them tell me first, but then you share it with everybody. Just tell them what's it. Um, I thought I got saved um, a few days ago, but now I just got saved right now. Amen. Praise the Lord. Can I hear move or see first a candidate for baptism? All right, plenty of hands. That Just raise your hand and prove that. Amen. And, uh, uh, boy, we're just proud of you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's clap. Clap again. Clap again. God is able and willing and ready to do great things. All we have to do is just obey. I just praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Anybody else got something on your heart? Just follow him. All right, if nobody else got anything, if you want to be seated for a minute, we'll have announcements. Praise God for this meeting.
people in confusion. Is it all the way God? If, if you don't find it, he'll keep working with you and keep dealing with you until you can have this surety in your heart that you know that you're going to heaven. I'm so, so thankful that God continues to call and work. And, and even when the devil says, don't go, don't move, don't do this, you're already saved. But you know that you got that emptiness in your heart, and God comes in and fills it up. And I'm so thankful for the way God works and the things that he does. Amen. Yeah. Be a graduation party honoring Ethan and Rob Blake. That's Saturday, July the 17th at Lighthouse Baptist Church, and that's at 900 West Grand Avenue. That's from 2 to 6, and there is an RSVP on here. And since that's this coming uh, Saturday, I'm going to take this and I'll put it on the board in the back if you'd like to call that an RSVP. Please join us for the wedding of Taylor Goulet and Colton Brown on Saturday, August 7th. 2021, 3.30 p.m. at the Lima Missionary Baptist Church. Reception following at the Lima Civic Center. There will be a sign-up sheet in the foyer for RSVP. So check that today. I don't know if it's there, but we'll continue to announce that. And our homecoming is the first Sunday in August. And uh, Mark and Caleb Hunter will be here preaching. And the Barton family, Alan Barton and his family, will be here singing. Appreciate that. I, I've been thinking of our homecoming as a family and dear friends homecoming. And if you if you got family that aren't coming, that'd be a great event to get them to come to. And if you got dear friends that aren't coming, that'd be a great event to get them to come to. And just tell people, invite them, and even if they've even if they've turned you down, disappointed you a hundred times, ask them again. Just keep asking. And uh, you know, if you ask them, they can tell you no, but if you don't ask them, there's less chance of them coming. So, so invite everybody you can, and uh, well, I'm looking forward to that. Let's, let's really pray about that meeting. Anything else? Once again, we're glad to have everybody, and especially our visitors. You've just blessed us a lot by being here this morning. Pray for service time tonight. Everybody come back at 6 o'clock if you can. And uh, what was said earlier... God has saved a bunch of people. He's blessed a bunch of people, but there's still a lot of people that needs to get saved and a lot of people needs to rededicate their life. We need to keep praying. Don't let up now. Uh, there's a lot that needs done, and by the grace of God, it'll get done when we obey the Lord. Okay. Anything else? All right. If not, we'll ask everybody that's seated to stand. We'll let the deacons go on back. We'll let, we'll let the deacons release us. Uh, we haven't been doing this, but this is such a big crowd. We'll let the deacons release us a road of time. And there's an offering places in the back, too. Everybody knows that. But uh, uh, we're going to ask Brother Jake to pray dismissal.
stay with them, Lord, and let your spirit stir up in their hearts now and then, God, and show them that it's real. And help them, Lord, to give them strength and guide them, Lord. Help us, guide us. We, we need your guidance just as much today as we did then, Lord. We just beg of you, Lord, that as we go our separate ways, God, you go with each one of us, lead us and guide us and help us to work in your will. And whatever's accomplished, we'll be sure and give you the praise. But we ask you. 